0: He told me I'll take your money and take your house, too.
1: Did you know that some towns in America are basically stealing people's homes?
2: One missed property tax payment and the government can take your home, sell it, and keep all of the profits. I'm just still in shock.
1: Tawanda Hall was behind on her property taxes. She was on a payment plan, but she'd missed $900. She didn't expect to lose her entire $300,000 home.
2: They took my whole house, my whole family's livelihood.
1: And they didn't give you change, they kept it all. $286,000 more than what she owed. The county's lawyer says this practice may sound unfair, but it's also unfair to force those who pay their taxes to subsidize those who don't.
2: I pay taxes.
1: She's a nurse assistant.
2: I'm on a brain trauma unit. I lift people. I bathe people. I work hard.
1: When she found out she was going to lose her home, she wanted to pay off the debt.
2: I went to the mayor's office. I went down to the city county building. They didn't want our money. They said no.
1: They wanted your house. They your $300, wanted $300,000 house rather than your tax
2: payment. They stole our home from us and from our family, and it was a shock to all of us. Why isn't this illegal?
3: I think it is illegal. I think it's unconstitutional.
1: Christina Martin of the Pacific Legal Foundation.
3: The government can't take more than it's owed. This is unjust and it is unconstitutional.
1: Martin won a similar case in Michigan's Supreme Court when a county took an entire home.
3: Over, get this, an $8 debt.
1: The government argued... There couldn't be anything more fair than informing property owners of
4: what is going to happen, giving them time to act, and then letting them make an informed
1: choice.
3: Do you think if he knew he owed $8, he would have paid it? Of course. He didn't know, and there wasn't a proper incentive to let him know.
1: So the government has an incentive to notify them in legalese so they can't understand it?
3: Yes, and then they also have an incentive not to work with people
2: when they are honestly trying to pay, like Tawanda Hall. We did not receive anything other than get out.
1: Despite that Supreme Court ruling, a judge dismissed Tawanda's case because The government itself, in her case, did not make a profit. The town gave her home to this private company. It got the money.
3: The government shouldn't be able to steal from its own people, and then to give it over to their friends is just... How do you
1: know that they're their friends?
3: The company is literally run by the mayor and the city administrator.
1: Southfield Mayor Ken Seiber acknowledges the company made $10 million selling foreclosed houses.
0: The mayor, Cyber, I told him if I bring the money in today, could I get my property back? He told me point-blankly, no, if you bring the money in, I'll take your money and take your house, too.
1: I wanted to ask him if he personally profited, but he wouldn't agree to an interview. I didn't think I was going to lose my house over $3,900. It's kind of crazy to find out how common this is in 11 states. Local governments, if you're behind on your taxes, can grab your home and keep much more than what you owed. Some guy
5: comes in and says, how long will it take for you to get out?
3: We have a client who's sleeping in her car right now. The city took her property, turned around, and sold it within days of evicting her for $242,000.
1: You have gotten three states to stop doing this.
3: Yes, we're asking the government to stop stealing people's life savings.
1: Good. It often destroys lives. After Tawanda's home was taken, her husband did construction work to try to recover their losses. He got sick, but then kept working. He died shortly after.
2: It was terrible just to know that he struggled trying to make it right.
0: I
1: love Wikipedia. Before it, all we had were these encyclopedias. These were expensive and out of date as soon as we bought them.
5: Wikipedia, on the other hand, begins with a very radical idea.
1: Jimmy Wales came up with the idea for a web-based encyclopedia. He's a libertarian, and Wikipedia is a libertarian idea because it gets its facts through spontaneous order, like a school of fish, a flock of birds, ice skaters. There's no leader. All posts are crowdsourced, user-generated.
5: All the editing is done by volunteers. People are always asking, well, who's in charge of, of this or who does that? And the answer is anybody who wants to pitch in.
1: Lots of us were skeptical. The user who visits Wikipedia visits a public restroom. A Britannica editor sneered. But a few years later, when Wales came to New York to talk to us about Wikipedia, it was clear his idea had won they no longer print encyclopedias.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's right, and it's a bit sad in a way. Uh, You know, I I love the old encyclopedias, I love Britannica, Um, but I love candles too, but I sure wouldn't give up my electric light.
1: Today, Wikipedia is the ninth most used website in the world. Millions rely on it. Great, but sadly, Wikipedia's other founder, Larry Sanger now says, when it comes to today's political pages. That's not education, that's propaganda. Propaganda for the left-leaning establishment? That's upsetting. I donated to Wikipedia. Do leftists really now control the editing? It is all done by volunteers, obsessive people like John Weiss. He's called a top 100 Wikipedian because he's made hundreds of thousands of edits, mostly about sports and entertainment, subjects he just knows about. When did The Sopranos first come out? 1999. What year did Rocky come out?
6: 1976.
1: Without hesitation. How do you do that?
6: (laughs) Wikipedia gives you a place to put it all together. But lately, he too noticed the bias. Wikipedia does a great job on things like science and sports and older history, but you really see... A lot of political bias when you're talking about current events.
7: This laptop uh, that intelligence Mm -hmm. officials have warned is likely
8: Russian disinformation.
6: Just up until a few days ago, if you typed in Hunter Biden email controversy, it would redirect you to an article about the Biden-Ukraine conspiracy theory. Shortly before the last election, the New York Post reported that emails
1: on Hunter Biden's laptop suggest corruption. But left-leaning media dismissed that as Russian disinformation. Most refuse to even investigate.
3: Start doing that verification. No, we're not
1: gonna do your work for you. But now, even left-leaning media vouch for the emails. A lot of what was on that laptop is true. It took the New York Times more than a year to say that, but it took Wikipedia even longer.
6: Why so slow? There's a pretty strong left bias on Wikipedia. People on the left far outweigh people in the center and the right, and people on the left tend to get a lot more protection from administrators. The administrators are special editors who have been given the power to overrule
1: other editors
6: and make final decisions. You would hope that these people would be some of the most principled, impartial people, but there's a lot of people who are pretty left, even openly socialist and Marxist. Some administrators proudly advertise that they're socialists, and they post pictures of Che and Lenin on their own profiles. And these are the people who decide which sources are acceptable on Wikipedia. And they're pretty restrictive on the right, much more lenient on the left. They sure are. Wikipedia's
1: Reliable Sources page includes CNN and MSNBC. But political reporting by Fox is not called reliable. And neither is The Federalist, The Daily Caller, The Daily Wire, and The New York Post, which is probably why they got this story wrong. Maybe Wikipedia's editors just have unusually high standards. Only perfectly neutral outlets can be used. But no, not only do they call CNN and MSNBC reliable, Wikipedia also deems Fox, Slate, The Nation, Mother Jones, and Jacobin reliable. Jacobin describes itself as offering socialist perspectives. I mean, these are ultra-leftist sites.
6: Yeah, so those things are totally acceptable, but things like Fox News and The New York Post basically can't be used. What's your political bias? I'm a centrist. I've never really strongly identified with either political party. Weiss is no conservative.
1: In presidential races, he's voted for Gore, Nader and Obama, never for a Republican. But he still objects to Wikipedia's new bias. For example, on these socialism and communism pages, for years, there was no mention of the millions killed by socialism and communism,
6: none, and even now. Deep in the article, it's kind of treated as something of an arcane academic debate, but we're talking about mass murder. Wikipedia even added, we cannot ignore the lives saved by communist modernization. You'll get kind of rose colored discussions about how uh, poverty improved under communism. Poverty was improved? Communism collapsed because of its poverty.
1: Here's another bizarre example of bias. Under concentration and internment camps... Wikipedia includes migrants at the Mexico-U.S. border.
6: Yeah, alongside other things, including the Holocaust. Why are border facilities on the same page as the Holocaust? It's very different to go out and round up millions of your own citizens, to even commit mass murder against them, as opposed to policing a border and detaining people who have crossed that border illegally. How can you work for an organization that does this? So most of the stuff I work on, college sports in particular, isn't really affected by this stuff, but it can be pretty disheartening to see just a couple clicks away you can get into content that's very manipulative and biased. Can we fix these errors? Wikipedia says anyone can edit.
1: But is that true? Weiss was bothered that Wikipedia's
6: description of the Antifa movement minimizes its violence. It introduces it as just a left-wing movement. And I made an edit to suggest that it's really a far-left movement. Within three minutes, Someone deleted the word far. In principle, anyone can edit, but you'll find your edits being reverted pretty quickly. Let me try one on that concentration camp page. Wikipedia
1: focuses only on Donald Trump. I'll add to that. President Barack Obama built these cages. There, that's fixed. But within a day, my edit was taken down. That's disturbing. Wikipedia founder Wales says he's a fan of my videos. You and I are small L libertarians, he wrote me. And when I asked him about his co-founder's complaint that today only progressive sources are permitted, Wales said this is just 100% false. And he gave us examples of left-wing propaganda that Wikipedia rejects. Good that it rejects that. But then I learned what I just showed you that Wikipedia labels many other dubious left-leaning sites reliable, but rejects conservative sites that are just as good or better. I asked Wales about it. That's when he stopped answering my
6: emails. There's nothing anybody can really do about this. The balance could be shifted if we got more people in the center to come in and edit in a principled fashion.
1: I hope Wikipedia someday returns to its original vision of a neutral encyclopedia edited
6: by everyone it's a bottom-up user-based product so it's really a function of all the people who come together
1: in the meantime i've stopped donating and i'll sure be skeptical about anything i read on wikipedia about politics hope you enjoyed this video please click that button help us make more to get our eyes tested. We've always had to go to an optometrist, and that can be a pain. But now, maybe we don't have to go.
2: Is it the quick and cheap alternative that you've been looking for?
3: Welcome to your online eye exam.
1: A company called Opternative, as an optometry alternative, claims it has a new online eye exam that's as good as an in-person exam.
3: We'll measure how clearly you see. Take 11 heel-to-toe steps away from your computer. Gently cover your left eye and press the button to begin.
1: It's hard to believe that this could replicate what optometrists do, but the author of the book Bottleneckers, who researched this exam, says it is just as good as an in-person exam.
5: At least as good and sometimes better, some researchers indicate. How could it be
1: better? It's over the internet. This is the beauty of technology. Select the square with the sharper lines. You look at the computer while following instructions on your cell phone. Optometrist Stephen Lee found that alternative. In this TED talk, he explains that he did it because a patient complained about how difficult it was to get to his office.
5: She'd skip work and waste most of her day to spend just a few minutes with me. That's when she stopped me. She said, Dr. Lee, why can't we just do this at home? So he invented a way to do that. Select which character looks different. All you need is a computer and a smartphone. That's it.
1: This
8: is really foolhardy and really dangerous.
1: The American Optometric Association says a home test is unacceptably risky because no optometrist is there to look for diseases. So I said to the company's spokesman, sick people are not going to be diagnosed. Sick people are
5: not allowed to take the exam. Well, how do you stop them? You ask them questions? Absolutely. Just like you would be done in your... Optometrist's office. Optometrist is not going to be able to screen you for diabetes. They can't take a blood test.
1: The alternative computer program does ask you medical questions. If the program suspects you have a disease, the company won't give you a prescription. It refers you to an eye doctor.
5: It is a tool that allows you to have it take a test or be screened. Those results are then reviewed by a licensed ophthalmologist.
1: Not good enough, says the Optometric Association. They want to force everyone to go to an eye doctor. They're the bottlenecker here, and they've persuaded 13 states to draft
5: bills banning at-home tests. Groups of doctors that basically said patients like yourself should not have the right to make any choices in your vision care.
1: Bottleneckers like the optometrists have clout in legislatures because they give the politicians money. When South Carolina's legislature banned the at-home test, then-Governor Nikki Haley spoke up for the patients. She vetoed the ban. She said it was anti-competitive, and it is. But the legislature was so beholden to the optometrists that they overrode her veto. It's as if car makers got together and got laws passed forcing all of us to buy the most expensive
5: cars. But often consumers don't want all Cadillacs. Sometimes they're satisfied with a Chevrolet.
1: Many Americans never visit any eye doctor.
5: This test at least gives all of us a choice. What is right? forbidding a person from seeing, unless they first allow you to invasively test their eyes?
3: Please hold your phone at a normal reading distance.
5: I didn't have to go through an invasive test.
3: Your prescription
7: is in sight.
1: In a few days, I got this prescription, which turned out to be the same prescription I get for my expensive eye doctor. And I paid just $50. On average, optometrists in my town charge $95. It's good to have a choice. These glasses were the correct prescription for less money. The optometry lobby doesn't want us to have that choice? No, they don't. Bottleneckers make life worse for you. (laughs) Have you shopped for children's books at a bookstore lately?
8: If you go into Barnes and Noble, you will be met with a wall of biographies.
1: Book editor Bethany Mandel's frustrated that today's bookstores sell only certain kinds of children's books.
8: There's probably 27 different books about former Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Great. There are also a ton about Kamala Harris. Great.
1: There are lots of books on people like Hillary Clinton, Justice Sotomayor, Rachel Carson, AOC, Elizabeth Warren, Greta Thunberg. How dare you! But where are the biographies on conservatives? Mandel couldn't find any. Not one on Amy Coney Barrett, or Margaret Thatcher, or Winston Churchill. None. So Mandel says... It's time to bring
8: some of those books to the market because Lord knows the publishing industry won't.
1: So she created...
3: Heroes of Liberty, a new biography series.
1: Her children's books tell stories... It's
3: about people devoted to the values that made this country great.
1: You're indoctrinating kids, just like the left does.
8: And that's a very fair question, and it's a question we get a lot. My answer to them is read the books.
1: Her top seller is about Thomas Sowell, who overcame adversity to become a famous economist.
8: He didn't have uh, running hot water, electricity, or indoor toilets.
1: When Sowell's family moved, his new teachers put him in a lower grade because they assumed he couldn't compete with the white kids. Sowell objected to that.
8: He's like, I'd like to speak to the principal. He didn't play the victim. He didn't cry. He stood up for himself and he said, I will prove to you that I'm capable of doing fourth grade math.
1: The principal actually listened, gave him a test, and when Sowell aced the test, the principal told the teachers, take this young man to the fourth grade, where he belongs. Sowell didn't let racism or poverty stop him. He helped pay his family's expenses by delivering groceries. By contrast, today's big publishing houses portray black people as victims who can only advance through protest.
3: In this book, we are talking about activism. Kind of touches on intersectionality and protesting.
7: Anti-racist baby is bred, not born. Anti-racist baby is raised to make society transform.
1: Kids are taught to see color and told being colorblind is denial.
8: When you promote this hyper awareness of race. Kids didn't necessarily see it before, but now they see it everywhere. It's a pretty toxic way to grow up because they are seeing their friend as black, white or brown instead of Lucy or Sally.
1: Conservatives make up about half the country, but book publishers rarely sell kids books about them. Why won't they? They're in business to make money.
8: I know, you'd think, right? But the problem is when they produce 27 books about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, or anti-racist baby board books, those are being bought in bulk by libraries. And so they have this incentive built in to continue to churn out progressive ideological books.
1: What, all librarians lean left? Mostly, yeah. That surprised me. I think of librarians as apolitical researchers and teachers. But look at their political donations. 90% went to Democrats.
8: I'm surprised it's that low, honestly. I'm surprised it's not 100%.
1: To a book publisher, libraries matter more than parents. Because while a parent might buy a few books, libraries buy hundreds, paid for by you.
8: It's our tax dollars buying 1,000 copies of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and zero about Amy Coney Barrett.
1: Mandel's book about Coney Barrett says things like, For Amy, being a mother is no less important than being a judge.
8: In girls' children's literature, there's absolutely zero messaging about motherhood. They are told you can be a NASA scientist, you can be an entomologist. None mention did they have children. And girls are not taught that you can have all these career ambitions and also be a mother.
3: My husband, Jesse, my son, JP, my daughter, Emma, my daughter, Juliet, my daughter, Tess, my daughter, Vivian, and my son, Liam.
8: The most important thing to me is being Mother and being a wife. And that's not something we're allowed to really say anymore, but it's true.
1: Of course, Mandel's books will be all about conservatives. I'm not a conservative, I'm libertarian. But I'm glad there will be alternatives to what today's big publishers pick.
7: If you want, if a free thinker, you're going to need something that teaches about freedom.
1: There are others. The Tuttle Twins have sold several million books.
7: Back before you were born, schools often taught the principles of a free society. But not anymore.
1: Their books feature people like Frederick Bastiat.
5: And we all have a right to liberty, which means we can do stuff without people stopping us.
1: Julie Barowski's books teach about the free market.
3: I was created without any central planners.
1: Those book creators had to self-publish because traditional publishers today are just hostile to people like them.
8: We offered an extremely generous uh, payment for illustrators and we were told straight up, I'm afraid of getting canceled. I'm afraid of working on a Ronald Reagan book and it getting public and having a hard time finding work thereafter. And so the first illustrators that we had to use were Bulgarian and Brazilian and Romanian. If we have a hard time literally paying people many thousands of dollars to just illustrate books, we're never going to get a book printed about Amy Coney Barrett. With a Scholastic, with a Penguin Random House, it's it's just not gonna happen.
1: But a free market can't be held back for long. Entrepreneurs have now created alternative books that teach America's virtues.
5: Rights to life, liberty, and property are so important, they need to be protected. Ooh, that's good, I'm gonna write that down.
1: Thanks for watching our video. If you want to help us cover more stories like this, hit that button. It's Oscar time! Sunday night, Hollywood will give famous people awards for what they say are the best performances. But Oscars leave out political actors. Not fair! Politicians deceive people just like actors do. And some of their performances deserve recognition. If not Oscars, at least a uh, Stosker. So here are this year's Stosker Awards. The award for best performance by a rich elitist goes to House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi. In her eagerness to trash Trump's tax cuts, she described $1,000 bonuses as crumbs.
2: Crumbs that they are giving to workers to kind of put the schmooze on is so pathetic. The award
1: for best performance by a Democrat goes to San Francisco District Attorney George Gascon. After California legalized weed, the D.A. promised to drop 3,000 marijuana convictions. And he made getting them dropped easy on the poor guys sitting in jail.
5: The process will take no hearings, people will not have to hire attorneys, they will never have to come to our courts. We believe that it's the right
1: thing to do, and it's a just thing to do. And speaking of doing the right thing, the Stasker for best performance by the president goes to the moment when President Trump said,
0: We have cut 22 burdensome regulations for every one new rule. Great.
1: I wish he'd cut the new rules too, but I'll take what I can get. After all, he also chose Jeff Sessions to be his attorney general. And Sessions wins the Stasker for worst praise for government abuse, for saying this about asset forfeiture.
5: I would love that program. We had so much fun doing that, taking drug dealers' money.
1: So much fun? Taking billions of dollars from people, most of whom never even got a trial? That's a crime, not good government. Yet both parties like it. And that isn't even the worst example of bipartisanship. We have worked well together. The stasker for the worst act of bipartisanship goes to Senators Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell for their budget
0: deal. This budget deal is the first real sprout of bipartisanship.
1: I particularly want to thank my friend, the Democratic leader. I hope we can build on this bipartisan momentum. No, please don't. You've already added billions to our unsustainable debt and cut almost nothing. Does any politician ever say no to more government? Well, yes, one has. Rand Paul gets a Stosker for best defense of the Constitution. Paul demanded the NSA and FBI get warrants before they spy on Americans.
5: Do we really want all of our phone calls recorded and then have the ability of the government to bring you in and ask you questions about your phone calls? And if you're not perfectly accurate in recording your phone calls, you could go to prison? All we're asking for is that, for Americans, the Constitution should be in order.
1: But the Constitution bores people, so spying on Americans continues. Next, the Stasker for best Democrat on free speech goes to Senator Elizabeth Warren, who, after joining left-wingers and vilifying a conservative, then said...
7: I think it's dangerous. To suppress speech. First, suppression can backfire. Instead of shutting up individuals with disgusting views, it becomes a launching pad to national attention. Second, suppression suggests weakness. It makes us sound afraid, like we're afraid that we can't defeat evil ideas with good ideas.
1: Good point. The way to fight bad ideas is with good ideas. Unfortunately, her ideas are usually not good ideas. And that brings us to the Stosker for worst performance by a president. That goes to Narcissus. No, wrong picture. I meant President Trump for bragging like a child in tweet after tweet. Don't misunderstand. The Stosker judges love his tweeting. But some are repulsive. He's a genius. He ended the assault on Christmas. And because he got strict on commercial aviation, there have been zero deaths. Give me a break. He hasn't even done anything that affected aviation. Finally, just as the Oscars give out one lifetime achievement award, this year's Stoskers conclude with an award to a politician who consistently has fought for liberty.
5: It's trillions of dollars we're spending on these
1: wars! Congressman Ron Paul has taken every opportunity he can to challenge enemies of liberty.
5: I don't understand this division, why you may defend uh, social liberi- liberties rather well, but as soon as it comes to me spending my money and suing responsibility.
1: He fought to limit executive power.
5: Why don't we just open up the constitution and read it? You're not allowed to go to war without a declaration of war.
1: And he fought the political bipartisanship that's bankrupting America. And we've had way too much bipartisanship for about 60 years. Ron Paul deserves several Staskers for fighting for freedom. Now my time is up. That's the Staskers for this year. Energy prices going from record to record. Energy prices are doubling, tripling.
0: Straining the pocketbooks of struggling American
1: families. Worse, some places are running out of power. We could soon see the worst worldwide energy crisis since the 1970s. A big reason? The world's attempt to switch to cleaner, renewable energy. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. We'll replace fossil fuels, we're told, with solar and wind power. We can't wait any longer.
7: The sooner, We can get committed.
1: Johanna Newman's environmental group says it's convincing national leaders to go 100% renewable. 100% would be a very big increase. Now we get 12%. The vast majority of America's energy still comes from oil, natural gas, and coal. California got to 18%, but they have to pay almost twice what the rest of us pay for electricity. And in Europe, Power plants are desperately trying to buy coal because wind energy hasn't performed. Europe has gone back to coal.
7: You're right. They're, you know, cranking up some of these old coal-fired power plants, and it's bad for the environment. It's bad for public health.
1: Coal, the filthiest fuel of all, is now the primary electricity source in the country where Newman was born. Germany had been a leader in renewable energy, but their reliance on wind and sun plus their closing of nuclear plants, led to Germany not only burning more coal, but becoming more dependent on Russia. Now, Germans pay triple what Americans pay for electricity.
7: Saying that renewables are not yet powering our utility grid is like critiquing a two-year-old for not being able to run a marathon.
1: (laughs) A two-year-old? America's solar and wind subsidies are 44 years old.
7: We have some tax support for clean renewable energy, but we also prop up polluting industries in remarkable ways.
1: We're in agreement, the subsidies should go, but the fossil fuel subsidies are a tiny fraction of what you guys get.
7: How we spend our taxes ought to be a reflection of our values. And Americans, by and large, love renewable energy. They want to see more of it.
1: We do like renewable energy.
7: You said you have solar panels on your rooftop? I do. How is that experience going for you?
1: Half the time they don't work in the winter when the sun is low. I get nothing from them.
7: Right, so solar panels work great when the sun is shining. But what
1: kind of energy solution is that? Sunshine and wind
7: are not always available. When the sun goes down and solar descends, the winds pick up and offshore wind, you know, gets cranked up.
1: The wind doesn't always come up when the sun goes down.
7: Offshore wind is remarkably consistent. No,
1: it isn't. In the North Sea, winds have stopped blowing. That's the problem with
0: renewables. When you invest in them. You're not replacing coal plants. You're not replacing gas plants because at any given time, the sun can go near zero.
1: Alex Epstein leads a lonely campaign to convince people that fossil fuels are moral because human
0: flourishing depends on them. 3 billion people in the world still use less electricity than a typical American refrigerator? Are we gonna allow them to have a modern life? Because that's going to depend on fossil fuels. Renewables are clearly better. We'll
1: solve renewables problems, she says, by doing things like storing energy and batteries.
7: By building up battery storage, we can keep the lights on 24-7 with
0: 100% renewable energy. This is just a total fantasy, which is why nobody has done it anywhere ever. But they will. Uh, Based on what? Technology. I mean, there's just no basis for this whatsoever. With Elon Musk's best battery prices, it would cost multiples of global GDP to come up with this imaginary thing.
1: You say unaffordable, but we're going to save the planet from climate change. We need to pay more. We can master almost any conceivable climate change. Mastering it's the better idea, he says. Adjust where we grow different crops. Build dikes to hold water back like Collins has.
0: We have 100 million people who essentially live below sea level already. Our ability to master sea levels so far outweighs any conceivable sea level rise that we don't have to be worried about it in any existential way.
1: Activists talk about the climate crisis. This is what would happen to the sea level in Florida. But most scientists don't buy disaster claims like those. The models used by the Biden administration show that even if the climate warms two degrees, Dealing with that will likely cost society just a fraction of our income.
2: The trail of destruction.
1: Even if hurricane power rises, it hasn't so far by the way, fossil fuels help reduce their harm. This is the amazing untold story of fossil fuels
0: and climate change. Deaths from climate disasters have dropped sharply. We have a 98% decline in climate-related disaster deaths over the last 100 years. Fewer deaths because cheap fossil fuels heat homes when it's freezing, power machines that build stronger buildings, and pump water during droughts. We have this amazing productive ability. That's the only reason we experience the planet as livable.
1: Global warming is a threat, and
0: fossil fuels make it worse. But until
1: we have some miracle battery or some other amazing invention. We
0: need fossil fuels. Poor people need the most. It's criminally ignored that there are billions of people who are poor and who will not become wealthy if they don't have low cost, reliable energy. And that's going to require more fossil fuel, not less.
1: Thanks for watching this video. If you're curious about a different alternative to fossil fuels, watch our video on nuclear power. Here in New York City, lots of big businesses thrive, but little ones struggle. It's very difficult right now. For a small business, it's very difficult. Kamal Saleh, who runs this store, was hit with thousands of dollars in fines. The first time, I think is 2600 His crime? He sold three cigars for $8.89. 11 cents too cheap, says New York City. His customers can't believe it. It's B.S.
5: Kind of stupid,
6: in the sense that
5: if somebody's wanting to pay something...
1: Not in New York City. Here bureaucrats say tobacco must be sold for above a minimum floor price. Why? Because anti-tobacco crusader Dr. Kurt Ribesel told the Center for Disease Control very cheap products should no longer be available. It, it deters children from starting smoking. You suggest this at the CDC. New York
4: says, ah, good idea. Well, it's also being considered very seriously in a number of jurisdictions in California. Why do you get to decide? No, I'm not deciding. I'm, I'm a you, person who studies these policies. I, I'll let the, the po- policymakers the poli- decide.
1: Why do the politicians get to decide? Cigarettes are the most lethal product ever introduced. Thanks to Ribesil's recommendation, New York cigarette smokers now must pay at least $13 a pack. People still have the ability
4: to buy it if they so choose just not poor people. We see much higher smoking rates among poor people. And so we need policies that are going to reduce uh, tobacco use among poor people.
2: I think it's outrageous. I mean, first of all, you're in a poor neighborhood, okay? And number two, a lot of people who smoke cigars are elderly people,
1: seniors. You know, where are you going to charge $3 and more? They choose it. And the right to make
4: your own choices is important. People are still figuring out ways to afford it. It's not to the point where no one who's poor is smoking. Do you know that we have over 20 tobacco retailers for every McDonald's in the US? It must be because people want that. What if you run a tobacco store? You're just screwing them. I want to see a transition toward thinking more about healthy food and beverage because that's going to be the future of making money.
1: At the CDC, Ribesil testified that it should also be government policy to reduce the number of tobacco stores.
4: We're not interested in putting stores out of business or making people unemployed. Sounds like you are. They're going to find new products to sell. You're a bully. I, I think the tobacco industry is more of a bully.
6: When I say fork it over, you fork it over.
1: He referred us to this ad from the FDA.
6: Cigarettes are bullies.
1: They are, but New York's smoking police are worse. They use the power of the state to get their way, and their tobacco rules go on for 47 pages. And this is just for tobacco.
6: For food and refrigeration and deliveries and everything else, uh, the New York City Administrative Code could be
1: thousands of pages long. Lawyer Andrew Tillum defends store owners who get fined. You get paid in groceries and pizza. Fish and paper plates and tortillas. The rules
6: mainly hurt little stores. It's the big guy who basically could hire lawyers. The big business community is thriving. You see Starbucks, you see 7-Eleven, you see Walmart, you see Target. It's the little guy who's trying to you know, pinch his pennies and make a dollar that has the biggest problem.
1: Smoking hurts people. The city says we're just
6: protecting people. And I'm not a smoking advocate, but I think in this country and in this city that people have the right to do the wrong thing. They ought to.
1: We ought to. But we can't if the health police rule our lives. The invasion is underway. Russia's invasion of Ukraine revealed differences in how political leaders deal with threats. Ukraine's president rejected evacuation, saying, I need ammunition, not a ride. Freedom, freedom, freedom. In Canada, by contrast, when truckers protested vaccination rules, Canada's delicate prime minister felt so threatened by peaceful protesters that he called this protest an occupation and declared,
4: The federal government. Has invoked the Emergencies Act
1: that authorized his government to take extraordinary measures. Mounted police rode right into crowds.
3: This
4: is about keeping Canadians safe.
1: The police horses trampled people. The Emergencies Act also included a newer way to suppress protests.
3: If your truck is being used in these protests your corporate accounts will be frozen.
8: Banks have already started to freeze the accounts of people involved. It's
1: kind of like what we're doing now to Putin, but Trudeau did that to his own people. And it worked. The protest ended soon after.
5: You have to have a bank account really to be able to live.
1: Law professor Todd Zwicky. Look there. Blocking a bridge, they might be threatening someone's life.
5: But imagine, John, if during the civil rights era, Martin Luther King could have lost his bank account because he trespassed at a Woolworths counter.
1: Canada even froze
5: accounts of people who donated to the truckers. Imagine people who may have donated as little as $20 might not be able to access their bank accounts. It was justified,
4: said Trudeau. These illegal blockades and occupations received disturbing amounts of foreign funding to destabilize Canada's democracy.
5: I don't know why you would say it's destabilizing democracy. It seems to me this is democracy. Canadians trying to stand up for their rights.
1: Good thing that sort of repression doesn't happen here in America. Except it has. The government is cutting off funds to businesses it simply doesn't like. It did that through something President Obama called Operation Choke Point.
5: Companies engaged in completely legal uh, services um, that found themselves losing access to bank accounts and essentially being forced to shut down.
1: It happened to fireworks dealers, gambling sites, pornography, payday loans, and gun dealers like Cat O'Connor.
3: Pat O'Connor
7: says she did everything right. Federal licenses, state licenses, fees.
1: But then, suddenly, banks wouldn't deal with her.
8: Now what do I do? So you try Stripe, and you try PayPal, and you try Square, and it always ended up with an email saying they were closing my accounts. I really think it was just a backdoor attempt at gun control.
1: Operation Chokepoint is officially gone, but you're still being blacklisted?
8: Yes, the policies were not changed.
1: Of course, banks are not official agents of the government.
5: You might say, well, they're just private businesses. Let them do what they want. Yeah, it's their money. Problem here is, can we really think about the banking system as a purely private industry? There are barriers to entry. You have to get permission to start a new bank. What's your solution? Prohibit financial institutions from deciding on whether to give people financial services based on anything except for basically their financial risk.
1: Then, when politicians don't like what you say, they wouldn't be able to pressure banks to cut you off.
3: Bank.
1: Some of this protest thought using cryptocurrency would prevent the government from grabbing their money. After all… No one user, government or bank, can force a fee on a payment or control its flow. I always assumed that if you had your money in some form of crypto, you were protected against this kind of government action.
5: The catch is crypto has to be converted back into regular money.
1: And the exchanges most crypto holders use cooperate with governments. That let Canada freeze $20 million in Bitcoin that people had donated to the truckers.
5: What happens if you can't access your bank accounts to actually get money
1: to pay your bail? Freezing bank accounts gives governments enormous power over anyone doing anything politicians don't like.
5: You might not like what they're doing, but we need to tolerate people saying things we don't like um, and separate that from their ability to make a living.
1: When politicians are frightened, some will now take your money and your rights. If you like these videos, please share them and press the like button. And if you want to help us make more, click that button.
5: Madam Speaker, the President of the United States.
1: This week, the President gave his State of the Union address. I dreamed that he would say this. My fellow Americans, I apologize, two years into the pandemic, I finally realized how much I got wrong. First, I said we would not mandate vaccines.
8: That's not the role of the federal government.
1: It isn't. But just a few weeks later, I mandated vaccines. I said, This is not about freedom or personal choice. Actually, it is. Our government made so many mistakes. For example, for a year, the CDC maintained outdoor mask rules. That's ridiculous. Outdoors, it's almost impossible to get COVID. But my bureaucrats like bossing you around.
0: I'll stop that. The invasion is underway as Russian forces enter
1: Ukraine. This week, Russia's invasion of Ukraine reminds us why it's crucial that America's military remains strong. I stand with the people of Ukraine. I support them. But I will not send American soldiers to fight there. In recent years, my predecessors involved us in wars all over the world. In fact, today, America stations soldiers in 80 countries, 25,000 in South Korea, 30,000 in Germany, 50,000 in Japan. I will bring those troops home. I will deploy American soldiers only if there's a direct threat to America's interests. Ending a foreign war is one of the few things my opponent got right. Finally end America's longest war and bring our troops back home. I followed through and were out of Afghanistan. Yes, I didn't plan the end well, but at least we finally left. I'm not now going to put more American lives at risk. Next, we presidents like to brag about giving you money. I'm sure people will be very happy to get a big, fat, beautiful check, and my name is on it. $1,400 rescue checks. But our government has no money of its own. So that money was taken from other Americans. And worse, we often sent the money to the wrong people. We can't afford to waste your money. We're already running a huge deficit. Eight years ago, a brilliant reporter pointed out how America's spending keeps growing. This is federal spending per person since America began. It started low, less than 5% of the economy. Here's World War I. Here's World War II. It used to go down after wars, but now, even in peacetime, it only goes up. Pretty soon, we're up here. How are we going to pay for that? We can't, and my reckless spending makes the problem worse. I cluelessly said my new spending wouldn't cause problems. We will, in fact, reduce inflation. Reduce inflation. Reduce inflation. I was wrong, but I've learned from my mistakes. Starting today, I will cut my irresponsible spending. (laughs) We do spend an amazing amount of money here in Washington. Ever been here? The buildings are enormous. That's the agriculture department. What do the people inside do? I've been here 50 years and I still don't know. After all, independent farmers make agriculture happen. Agriculture bureaucrats just get in the way. I'll get rid of other departments too, like the Department of Education. Why does this even exist? Education's a local responsibility. It's none of the federal government's business. It's none of my business. And why do we have a commerce department? Commerce just happens. You don't need a department.
3: DEA, search warrant, open the door!
1: Nor should we have a war on drugs. People should have a right to do what they want with their own bodies. If we get rid of these harmful laws and departments, we could focus on what the government should do. Keep us safe and free. In closing, tonight I pledge I'll stay out of your life and follow this, our Constitution. This puts limits on what presidents can do. All presidents overreach.
0: I have the right to do whatever I want as president. No, we don't.
1: This says I can't do whatever I want. From now on, I promise I will do less. In fact, if I'm doing my job right, you should barely know I'm here. Thanks for watching our State of the Union. If you enjoy our videos, hit the like button and subscribe. Then you'll see our next one.